What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? So today on the, on the podcast, we're going to speak about Barack Hussein Obama. Now, Barack Obama, you know, many people who have really looked into his presidency and understand his impact on the black community, especially those who have suffered a whole lot of things underneath his presidency, really don't want to hear him speaking on the black community at all when he had a whole eight years to do something for black people. Now, he recently done an interview in the Atlantic. He is doing a press run for his new book that just came out. And he is interviewing with a guy from the Atlantic. And I want to point on something that Barack Obama himself said. So I'm looking at the interview and I'm going to go back and just kind of give you a gist of what's being said. So the interviewer had asked Barack Obama, they say a colleague of mine says that in some ways you're a never Trump conservative. And he responds, Barack Obama, I understand that. He said, that's a sense of probity, honesty, responsibility of homespun values that I admire. That's the Kansas side of me. My grandmother's a stand in for that. Now he's talk, not talking about his black Kenyan grandma. He's talking about his Mzungu grandma. He said the folks we celebrate in Normandy, including my uncle Charlie, who was a member of one of the units that liberated parts of Buchenwald. He said those who were men, uh, who whatever their limits, whatever their constraints in terms of their emotions because of what they were told they could and couldn't feel and be as men. However, their relationship with women was all skewed by this. They sacrificed for others and they never bragged. And certainly they would never make cheating others or taking advantage of them a calling card. So I guess the answer to your question is I'm not surprised there's a market for populism, not just in the United States, but around the world globalism is. And he stopped right there. So he said, you surprised by the horse populism rode in on. So this is what I'm about to focus on. He says, yes, he said, and this is an indication of parts of popular culture that I've missed. He said, it's interesting. He said, people are writing about the fact that Trump increased his support among black men. Now he actually increased his support among black women as well. You remember we had covered that black women's support went from 4% to 9% for Donald Trump and black men's support went from what around 11, 12% to about 19%. Now he continues to say, um, about the presidential election. He said, um, and the occasional rapper who supported Trump. So he's talking about regular, you know, black men out here and also uh, rappers as well. He says, I have to remind myself this, this, this is his assessment of why more black men, especially voted for Trump. He said, I have to remind myself that if you listen to rap music, it's all about the bling, the women, the money. A lot of rap videos are using the same measures of what it means to be successful as Donald Trump is. Everything is gold plated that insinuates itself and seeps into the culture. I mean, listen to that. So let's back this up. He says he has to remind himself that if you listen to rap music, so for him to say that Donald Trump's increase of votes by black men was due to rap music. But see, this is the same people that put out a ad directed toward black men saying, get your booty to the pole and using strippers to send a message to black men. So the Democrat party 
looks at black men as just idiots. They they say all you do is listen to rap music, and only commentary, political you know commentary that you're going to take is from twerking strippers, and that's why they're going to market that to you. That in itself, his comments. You know, I said, but Barack Obama been making comments like this toward black people, and he's gotten so many passes from black people with this. So many passes. This guy proves every day he was nowhere near black people. He was talking about a little earlier about his white grandma. He's talking about his uncle Charlie. He wasn't talking about his uncle um, in Chuke. He was talking about uncle Charlie, his white uncle, because he wasn't around his black family like that. See, the thing is, and what, what we didn't look into at the time, because we, you know, we just a euphoria of what happened, you know, in 08. Barack Obama, if you look at his life, he had, he was around no black people. He was raised by Mazungus. So his whole mindset is Mazungu. The only time he really got around black people, even he used to date nothing but white women. And then he ended up getting with Michelle. And, and I guess maybe somebody put a bug in his ear when he was being selected. Say, look, politically, you can't be with no white woman. You better get with that black girl over there. Cause that's the only way you're going to be accepted politically in this country. You get what I'm saying? Because he was a, Michelle was the only black woman that he ever dated uh, for what is you know, being told. Okay. So Barack Obama got into politics, started being around more black people, but all his life he wasn't around black people like that. So how did you make assessments about black people, especially black men? You didn't even grow up like most of us have grown up. You understand? To assess that we all we do is listen to rap music. You say it's about the bling. We don't even use that terminology. Let, let's let you know how out of touch Barack Obama is. And this man has been out of touch for so long. I mean, if, if Barack Obama was actually out here listening to what people are talking about, he would know why more black people voted for Donald Trump. Now he says it's all about the bling, the women, the money. That's not why black men voted for uh, more for Donald Trump. He says a lot of rap videos are using the same measure what it means to be successful as Donald Trump is. Everything is gold plated. What is he talking about? He said that is uh, that insinuates itself and seeps into the culture. So that's that's everything. Okay. So Barack Obama once again makes himself sound silly. He makes himself sound extremely silly. Maybe, just maybe, if you knew what you were talking about, you would know that black men, since you're focusing on black men. Black men aren't accepted in the Democratic Party for what we offer or what we need. Many black men have suffered under the eight years of the presidency of Barack Hussein Obama. Let's go home and go back in time just a little bit and start talking about black men and black children who have suffered and black women who was under the presidency of Barack Obama. He had the whole presidency. He had the Department of Justice. He had the first two years. He had the Congress and the Senate the first two years. He it was a total Democrat control when he got in office. The first thing Barack Obama went to do was bail out the banks, the ones that created the problem. He didn't reel them in. He didn't lock nobody up. He didn't do any of that. No, he just bailed them out. But let's go back. Trayvon Martin, 
That was underneath the presidency of Barack Obama with Eric Holder, a black man, being over the Department of Justice. We know that George Zimmerman got off on that. No federal charges put on George Zimmerman at all. Underneath Barack Obama, who had every power to do that. And it did not happen. George Zimmerman should be in jail right now under federal charge, under federal civil rights charges. And he still is walking around free. And when Barack Obama did not reel in the white supremacists and showed them how weak he was in defending black people, you can go back to Trayvon Martin and that's when the floodgates opened up. Because with Trayvon Martin was the time for Barack Obama to assess how he was gonna be about law and order too. See, every time he came to black men, he always telling us what we not doing, etc. Always complaining on, on black men, talking down to us constantly. Yet he didn't do nothing for us. Let's, let's talk about another black person, a child by the name of Tamir Rice. This happened underneath the presidency of Barack Obama. He didn't do nothing about Tamir Rice. He didn't do anything about Michael Brown and what happened with that situation. He did nothing. He did nothing uh, when it came to Freddie Gray. Oh, we're going to, this is all he, he decided to do, y'all. This is all he decided to do. Oh, we got to get some oversight over the police departments and we're going to do some findings and um, we found some things and we told them they can't do this anymore and we're going to hold them accountable. Nobody went to jail. No race soldier went to jail. George Zimmerman didn't go to jail. You know, a few of them went to jail here and there, but for the most part, and when I'm talking about here and there, we ain't talking about a race soldier. I'm talking about like with Jordan Davis, you know, that, that Mzungu that killed him. Yes, he went to jail, but the race soldiers did not go to jail. We could talk about black women like Rakia Boyd. That was underneath Barack Obama. We could talk about black women like Charlena Lyles, black women like Corinne Gaines, Sandra Bland. Do you understand? Brothers like Eric Garner, that's not here anymore. All of this was underneath Barack Obama, Sam DuBose. Now, Michael Slager, who shot um, Walter Scott and killed him, he did go to jail only because of the video. But if we had to depend on Barack Obama's Justice Department to prosecute Michael Slager, he would be out of jail right now. So, so Barack Obama not only did us wrong as a people, we suffered the backlash of his presidency and we didn't get nothing out the deal. The white supremacists on the police departments and just average white supremacists all over the country was angry and upset at the presidency of Barack Obama. And they couldn't take it out on him, so they took it out on us. And every freaking week we were suffering something. Every, this is the time where every week you almost seeing some sort of protest or somebody saying something in the street because somebody else was killed. While we sit up here watching Barack Obama do DACA. We watched him do that. We watched him do all the rights for the LGBTQ community. Every time somebody came out saying that they was part of that community, he'd get on the phone congratulating them, celebrating them. Matter of fact, he put the, the, the rainbow, their, their flag, on the White House. 
This is what he was focused on. He wasn't focused on us being slaughtered in the streets. He wasn't focused on black men and black women uh, uh, literally suffering because of him being in that White House. He wasn't, he wasn't protecting us. He didn't protect us at all. He had two black people that was over the Department of Justice. Eric Holder and Loretta Lynch, and now one of them did anything to protect black people. See, when he put DACA in, Donald Trump can even break DACA. But when he put in this thing about police, you know, oversight, the first thing Jeff Sessions did when he got in is, oh, we're getting rid of all that. Because it was, how is it that DACA was so concrete that it's so hard that Trump could even get out of DACA? But yet anything for us is so easy to tear it up and get rid of it. You understand? See, this man don't have, see, this man has no rights to be commenting on black people and black issues or even why black men voted for Trump. This current Democrat party is so hostile toward black people's issues and definitely toward black men. You know how Laura Ingram from Fox News was talking about LeBron James and telling him to shut up and dribble. You remember that when he was commenting about politics and a lot of people was talking about, you know, what, you know, why she said that and whatever we kind of expect that. But the Democrat party, when it comes to black people, they tell you to shut up and vote. Not shut up and dribble like LeBron, but shut up and vote. Because that's all you good for is a vote. And matter of fact, because you're putting too much pressure on us about doing something for you, don't worry, because Biden, what he's going to do is he's going to legalize 11 million people and then shoot, man. That's, that's more people that we got right now. So we're we going to try to, to lessen your vote by doing that. This is why a lot of black people increase their vote for Trump. Not because they like the Republican Party, not because uh, they really expect something grand out of them, but they're trying to show you that, wait a minute, you took us for granted too long. You think we got to sit up here and vote for you? Then there are people that took the other route and didn't vote at all. And they have every right to do so. What are they voting for? That's the question they have. And every time somebody tells, you know, they say that to someone, what are we actually voting for? They use nothing but shaming tactics. That's all they use. They do not present no concrete policy to that black person to say, well, this is the reason why you need to vote. Okay. And they never can come up with anything. Never. Joe Biden said that black people is the one that helped him win the white house. But he said within his first hundred days that he said, did he ever say, Hey, um, you know what? I need to make sure that HR 40 get, get signed and passed. And then after that, after y'all, you know, come up with that number, I'm, I'm going to sign reparations. I'm ready because y'all helped me for years. And that's the least I can do is, is set, you know, everything right. No, 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 no. He didn't say that. What did he say within his first 100 days that he's going to try to legalize 11 million people that, that came to the country in illegal means? He don't care. Listen, it, it's already written. They don't care about us. So why do you think that black people are saying, you know what? Forget y'all. I'm going to either do a protest vote or sit it out. See, that's why the increase happened for Donald Trump in this election. And this is why some people are saying that, well, may, maybe they did cheat, cheat him. We don't know. Because how is it he got more votes for last time and even more black people voted for him and he still lost? Now, I know that a lot of the Trump voters that voted for him the first time didn't vote for him the second time. But 
the reason for that is the coronavirus. Because I looked at the CDC numbers that they last put out, broken down by race, and 56% of the deaths from coronavirus is in the uh, Mazungu community. Black people only represent 19% of the deaths. So COVID is more of a threat to the Mazungu community. Yes, it's a threat to the black community too. It's a threat to anybody. But what I'm saying is more deaths has happened in the Mazungu community and a lot of them will say, oh, hell no. I got to get out here and vote and get him out. There's a lot of, you know, Mazungus last time did not vote at all. And those people got up and said, no, I got, I, I, he got to go. So, so you have a kind of combination of, of people coming out to vote that sat out the last time or people that voted for him the first time were just mad about COVID and the way that he handled it. And they went vote against him because that's called what it is. More of them in this country than us. It's just that true. But my issue is we as black folks cannot take any kind of steps, any kind of political commentary from these people right now in a Democrat party. See, let them keep talking like that. Let, let you just keep saying that, that it's rap music. Go ahead. Like all black people listen to that. Like all black people are so silly and dumb that they can't think for themselves in politics. Keep believing that. And you know what's going to end up happening? Y'all follow this. And, and listen, Joe Biden, I'm watching all the people he putting on his cabinet, y'all. And it is literally corporate status quo. And listen, when they say we're going to go back to what it was, listen, if you go back to what it was, we were getting killed more underneath Barack Obama. Is that what we need to go back to? That's probably what it is. Say what you want to say about Donald Trump. We wasn't getting, I have not seen this many uh, shootings in the community by these race soldiers as I saw during the presidency of Barack Obama. I look, I do news. I would say if it happened and it did not happen. So what are we going to, what are we going to go back to? See underneath presidents, Donald Trump, everybody was getting that work. Everybody. No, what you want to go back to is everybody doing good and only black people suffering. That's what you want to go back to. You want us to suffer every day while everybody else look at us like, oh boy, that's kind of, ooh, that's messed up for them black people. So it sucks to be them. You get what I'm saying? That's what they want to go back to, brothers and sisters. That. They have no respect, that, that, that party. And you look at the guy who's running that party. Remember, it was Keith Ellison. He ran to be the head of the Democrat party. And it was that Tom Perez guy, the one that's anti-reparations. And Barack Obama's anti-reparations as well. He didn't, Barack Obama, didn't put in and, and, and say, you know what? I think Keith Ellison would, would be good because Keith Ellison been, you know, he's been attorney general. He's been in politics a long time. Oh, no, 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 no. He supported Tom Perez and not the brother. That's what happened. They talk about black people or even black women as the backbone of the Democrat Party. When it was time to put somebody black on or put it, put you know his support behind somebody black, he chose Tom Perez. They mentioned reparations. He was like, oh, 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 we got to shut this down. I don't want you to talk about no reparations. Because the way it is for black people in this country, the only way black people can get something is everybody's getting it too. But but we look at we look at everybody else when they get something, they don't say no and like when they give something to Native Americans, they don't say Native Americans and black people. When they give something to Latinos, they don't say Latinos and black people. But when it's black people, oh, it's black and Latino or black 
and uh, uh, women and and Native Americans. It's always an and at the end when it's time for something for us. Have you noticed that? Always an and. But everybody else, you can just give them something, and black people still don't say anything. You get what I'm saying? But the, we, the, the one little thing that we tried, the little things, everybody complaining, people suing, you know, trying to stop it. Maybe, just maybe black people, hear me on this. Just maybe we need to start acting like everybody else. When they start having all these bills and things for these different groups, maybe we need to start suing too and saying that's discriminatory. You give them money, but you don't give us anything. You can't target one group and, and give them government resources and not give to everybody. This is what they say when it comes to us. But when they're giving all this money to everybody else, uh, everybody take it and go on and enjoy it. But the moment they want to, somebody even mention to give something to black people, just even mention it. It's a problem. It's wrong. We as black folks got to start calling that mess out, brothers and sisters. We got to start saying who's who's saying it's wrong. Who's complaining? Starting, we all just start naming names and running them through the mud. And when they, if they say, and like this, if you're not gonna give nothing to black people, well, you know what? We need to start taking the same measures and start attacking everything you want to give to other groups of people too. If you're not giving it to all people, then don't give it to nobody. How about that? So you want to legalize all these different people? Well, well, that's not right. I mean, shoot, it's things that we need in the black community too. Because, see, the way they feel is if we get something, everybody got to get something. So that's that, you know, uh, lift all tides, you know, uh, raise all raise all the boat deal. No, uh-uh. No, no, no. So they talk about some Asian empowerment bill. You're going to say, oh, no, 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 no. Everybody got to get something. So they talk about, oh, we got to do this for the Latino community. Oh, no, 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 no. Everybody needs to get empowered. Everybody needs this. Everybody needs that. Everybody's suffering, too. I mean, this is where we gotta we gotta approach the, these people because they just think, like I said, they think our, our position as black people is to shut up and vote. And then on top of that, you got these people, you know, running around here, all the the, the Democrat shields who are, are black, running around here doing their dirty work, basically saying the same things: shut up and vote. No, it's a new day. Uh, Joe Biden is not gonna have. Or Barack Obama had. Barack Obama had had a had a good situation that black people didn't really press him and didn't ask him for anything. And a few black people that was pressing him, like Tavis Smiley and even Jesse Jackson, black folks attacked him. Cause they were pressing Barack Obama by he didn't do, do something for black people. See, gone are the days for me of I'm just happy to see somebody black in a position, because just because you see somebody black in a position, don't mean they're gonna do nothing. See, you tell them, oh, I just want to see somebody black. They give it to you. And then they won't even give you a black person that that it was a descendant of those who suffered in this nation on the plantation field. They won't even give you one of them. Every time they give you one, they give you one that don't come from that lineage. Think about that. Barack Obama's people definitely didn't come from that lineage. And then from what... We hear about Kamala on on the Jamaican side that they were elites on his on her father's side. That even was participating in slavery too. So there you go. They still have not. They, they may have had a, a black first lady that is a you know, descendant 
of enslaved Africans on this land, but we have not had a president or a vice president that come from us, that come from, from our lineage and who we are. Our people have built this country. Our people have suffered. And then you're going to have Barack Obama that never grew up around black people at all, at all. And you know what? If you look at him and listen to the way he talk, he may have some of the mannerisms of black people. He may can speak a certain way, but in the mind, Barack Obama is a Mzungu in the mind. He talks to black folks like a Mzungu man would. That's because his upbringing, that's, that's who he is as a person. You can't change that about him. But this man has no nothing at all. No, he has no clue on black people. People need to stop asking him about black people. There's plenty of people out here that people could ask questions to that know about black people that grew up in black communities that understand why we do certain things. And the reason why some people may be attracted to those who have some money is because that pe- people, you know, it's not, it's not cool to be suffering every day, man. It's like people want to live a life where they're not suffering. They, they want to, you know, hopefully live a life where they can eat wherever they want, you know, uh, travel wherever they want. Don't have to worry about Pookie and Ray Ray on the corner. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, some people want to have that. They never had that at all. Some people, a lot of people in America use celebrities and all that as escapism as well. There's a lot of the reason why people do what they do. And because of our, our identity was stolen from us, you're talking about identity theft, black people's identity was stolen from them. We had to re- create our own identity until we f- find out who we really are or a person that just don't know who they are just yet. They're constantly looking for some sort of identity and that identity to them may be, you know, to have money or, or you know, yes, a lot of rappers in the 90s was talking about Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that, but nobody, you don't hear the young rappers today Talking about Donald Trump. I don't hear the baby rapping about Donald Trump. I don't hear Megan the Stallion talking about Donald Trump. You know, in no records like that. The only one that says something about Donald Trump, YG is the only person that made a record and it was saying F Donald Trump. Okay? So it, it wasn't it wasn't nothing like praising Donald Trump. None of these rappers are praising Donald Trump at all. Now, yes, a few did like Donald Trump. And and, and, and I've said this before, a few of them do like Donald Trump, because Donald Trump is better. For your taxes. He sure is. Joe Biden is not going to be good for their taxes at all. He said that in the gate. So yeah, some of them rap, some, a lot of them celebrity rappers and all that are, are behind the scenes Republicans. They sure are is. They're not, they can't openly say it because they'll be crucified because in the black community, being a Democrat is a religion. Let me repeat that again. In the black community, being a Democrat is a religion. And if you're not a Democrat, well, man, you, you are full of Satan. What's wrong with you? You in league with the devil if you're not a Democrat. Now, black people that's listening, you know I'm telling the truth. Democrat is a religion for black folk. White Jesus and Democrat. That's the two things that you 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 held in shrine. Remember the video, if you, you follow me on my the Philip Scott Show channel, where I, I, I posted a video of, of, of the mom screaming and cussing at her son because he said he's an independent, not a Republican, an independent. And he said he voted that way. And the mom was screaming and yelling at him, cussing him out. 
Talking about there was a vote to go that went to Donald Trump. The boy say he didn't even vote for Donald Trump. He voted for somebody independent, not Donald Trump. But the, they they have convinced black folks in that religion because the Democrat Party is religion of black folks that if you don't vote for them, it's a vote for the other side. That's so asinine. A vote for the other side is a vote for the other side. If you didn't vote for that person at all, vote for someone else, or you sat it out, they didn't get your vote. But they tell black people this stupidity to keep them in line, to keep them in control, because they need black people to believe in that system. And as long as black folks, and I say it before, believe in white Jesus, and you believe in Democrat, that's going to save you, you still slaves. You still a slave. Because one thing Willie Lynch said is that we need to keep them, in that Willie Lynch letter that we said, we need to keep them needing us loving us, trusting only us, looking to us for provision and trusting the Democrat party, trusting the white Jesus, trusting anything in their system. That's you to still being a slave to them. Instead of saying we got enough black people to create our own political party. We got enough black people to create a major uh, political action committee. They say in order to get this vote and this money over here, you have to come see us, but that's, but see, that's black people that want to be free. That's black people that actually have a code. See what Will Lynn said is true. You enact this system and you can continue uh, having self-replicating slaves for, for, for a thousand years. And that's black folks. A lot of black folks today, self-replicating slaves. You teach your children to depend on, and that religion of Democrat, you teach it. You, you teach it so much that you will shame a person. Like they committed sin against God himself. They don't go out there and vote for that Democrat. Then when you go vote for them, they don't do crap for you because all they need you to do is shut up and vote. That's all they want you to do. Shut your black behind up and get out there and vote. And don't you dare ask me for nothing. You can sit there and watch everybody else get something, but don't you dare ask. And if you ask, I'm going to get pissed off at you. How dare you ask me for something? That's how you treat a slave. Slaves are only meant to serve, not be served. So when you ask for something, they treat you like, how dare this slave ask me for something? You the slave. You the one supposed to fetch my water. You the one supposed to get my food. You the one supposed to serve my guests. Don't you open your mouth and say what you need. You're being too uppity. And then you have all these Democrat shields, no different than Stephen on the plantation. You say, Master Calvin, I'm going to keep them in line. That's exactly how they are. They in the big house, making sure they keep all the slaves in line. So Barack Obama is the last person I want to hear try to give any kind of assessment on the black community when this man's whole presidency, it was nothing but the streets running with the blood of black people. And he did nothing about it at all. He can miss me with that, but notice he don't want to interview with everybody. He interviewed with people that's safe. He, 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 like say a lot of them do that. They don't want to talk to black, like the real black people that's out here doing this in the media. They don't want to talk to us because they know better. But anytime that this man speak, he needs to be reminded constantly about the blood of black people is on his hands and he did nothing. Matter of fact, the blood of Africans is on his hands. 
because he co-signed the bombing and killing of Muammar Gaddafi. And black people right now are being put into slavery in Libya by the Arabs. And that was Barack Obama's doing. He co-signed that. And Barack Obama would say, you know what? Nah, nah, we can't be participating in that. If he would have said no, it wouldn't have happened. They did not make a move until Barack Obama gave the green light to do it. So he's responsible for why Libya went to hell. He's responsible. He's responsible for black men and women that try to go through Libya getting put into slavery or dying at the hands of these people that's over there. Gaddafi had Libya uh, in a good position. Black people love living in Libya when Gaddafi ran it. Barack Obama was responsible for all that chaos that's over there right now and responsible for all us dying here but yet everybody else got something out of him so like I said he, he, he is the last one I want to hear say anything about black people but you guys like I said you know let me know like I said let me know your position do you agree at all with his assessment about black people and why they voted more for Donald Trump let us know Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.